Wealth Within offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Wealth Within are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Today I'm going to talk to you about Telstra. This is a company we haven't talked about for a while, so I thought it might be of interest to you. Now, some time ago, Sol Trujillo was across all of the papers and the board of Telstra and how they were holding the fist against the government and telling them what they would or wouldn't do. But now the t- tides have turned, things are very different, and the government seemed to have the, um, the fist or holding the fist against Telstra. One of the things that I did like about what Sol Trujillo and the team at Telstra were trying to do was in terms of promoting the mobile and internet services and I think they really did a good job of that and grew the business. Now Sol did talk at the time that Telstra may one day turn into a media and communications company and looking at the way the government is driving things or trying to enforce changes legally at the moment that'll have a massive impact on Telstra's business that could be the way that Telstra ends up going. You see the government are trying to separate or get Telstra to separate their wholesale side of the business or their network and the consumer side of the business, so the wholesale and the retail side of the business. Now, they're saying that they're asking Telstra to comply, but they've actually legislated, so I think they're really holding Telstra over a barrel. But these legislative changes are yet to go through the Senate, so it'll be interesting to see whether that goes through. Now, when the company was government-owned or or, um, partially government-owned, you'd think that then, when the company was controlled by the federal government, that they would have actually made those sort of changes back then and unlocked some of the value that Telstra's share price wasn't showing at the time to help the shareholders. But they didn't do that, did they? So now, part of their business may actually not be worth uh, separating out. One of the things I get really frustrated about, and the government are looking at spending a lot of money in uh, launching the National Broadband Network to create jobs, is that you hear things like solar projects, which may be of immense interest to our country in the future. I mean, we are the sunburnt country after all. And companies who are, who are going down this path are going broke because they can't get the support and the funding, and the government are just letting that happen. Now, what happens to the jobs in that industry? So there's a bit of a conflict there in terms of where they could put their money. Do we really all need this national broadband network? Do we need to be able to watch television from our computers? I don't know. Now, Telstra are also being asked to sell off their fibre network and Foxtel. Now, I'm not quite sure why Foxtel's come into it there but they can't actually legislate this change. And so it's really up to Telstra to decide whether they want to offer this up or not. But the government may actually be holding them over a barrel on this one as well. Now, at some point down the line, the government are expecting Telstra to transfer many phone and broadband customers across to the new service when it comes online. And the government are looking to prevent Telstra. This is a checkmate position, I think. They're looking to prevent Telstra from acquiring specific bands that would actually allow them to have new advanced wireless services for their customers. So essentially blocking the growth of the company. Now, if they're actually planning on shutting down one network in seven or eight years time, when the new network comes live, what happens to the jobs from the old network? It's been estimated there could be 10,000 jobs that go as a result. So the numbers don't quite stack up there. And the government are suggesting that Telstra can either stay as they are or they can change. It's probably not a a huge choice in there for them. And the other thing that's concerning is that the shareholders are questioning how they're going to be compensated for this loss of value when the, the, the current network is no longer required. 
And also the value of the share, shares have fallen significantly, not just because of the financial crisis, but because of the way people are now viewing all the question marks over Telstra's head. The government is saying that because Telstra are doing a voluntary undertaking or are partaking in a voluntary undertaking, that the government don't need to compensate them. Interesting, isn't it? So what would Telstra's future look like after the government's proposed changes? Now they'd have the biggest mobile network, They'd be a major retail broadband provider. They'd have major mobile services. And they'd also probably retain, well, possibly retain part of Foxtel, if not all of it. There's a question mark on that one. They'd have the census and also pay TV cable. So it's still quite a good business. They'd also have a lot of cash. And they could use this cash to invest into media-type assets that could complement their mobile and broadband services and offer um, customers additional services. So there could be a lot of growth on that side of the business. Now, there's been a lot of talk about whether Telstra would spin off the wholesale side of the business or the cable side and uh, the fixed cable network. Now, they're saying that it might not be worthwhile for Telstra to do that, given that the lifespan of that company might only be seven or eight years when the new broadband network comes online, and that Telstra may actually be better off milking the dividends for shareholders from that side of the business. A lot of institutions are saying that essentially what the government's doing is destroying their wireless business system. Now, there are questions at the moment as to the price tag that the government have actually put on this NBN network. They've said $43 billion is what it's going to cost to deliver it. But when there are often, well, this is often the case, when government and private sector projects come together, often the taxpayer ends up paying any extra or overrun. And usually the projects do overrun. They make them look attractive up front. So that $43 billion might not actually be $43 billion a year or two down the track. A while ago, it was said that the government actually need Telstra as part of the rollout of the new network. And if they use Tel- Telstra's ability to do this, they might actually save a lot of money and time. Now, it's going to be interesting to see which way Telstra jump because we haven't heard what their plans are at this point. So stay tuned. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.